Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios. This is Old School. Brought to you by Sand Hills Global. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. It's almost the weekend, folks. It's so close. Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome back to Old School 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Get in contact with us on the Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Sarger Heyman text line, 402-464-5685. DP, Jay Foreman, and myself, Rico, here to lead you along the way. We're going to talk some Huskers in the Summer League, right? That's where we're going yeah, with this? They, uh, the Nebraska Hoops posted... Uh, the four Huskers that are going to be playing. Hold that, hold that thought right there, Jay Foreman. Oh, okay. Hold it right there. My bad. We're going right. to give away oh. a four-pack Salt Dogs tickets, VIP parking, for the first texter that can tell us what four Huskers are playing Ooh. this weekend. Thank you. All right. So we can't talk about the games then, right? Well, we can talk about the games. Well, I was going to say you could do – is it oh, – is it – are they both four packs? We have two four packs. Because you have... could do one mm-hmm. if you can name the four. Mm-hmm. The other one if you can name the teams that they're on. Three teams that they're on. That they're on. Fair. Fair enough. So hit the text line or you can call in whatever way you want to do it. 402-464-5685. Honda League and Hotline. Sarger Heyman text line. And then just to give you time to get that before we jump into the conversation. Uh, Jay has been tasked tasked with uh, Jay's jam of the day on a Friday. Yep, I Jay's jam and 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 without t- saying what it is or who it is, why did you choose? Why did this song? What memory did you tie to this song? That, <laughs> Ooh, that that's, led, a, that's a good question. Right, right. Like because he jumped all the way into this quick. one. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, he yeah. got into. We said you need a song. And he got it like quick, quick. But I'm not a rapper. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> my uh, uncle Gary, we used to call him Uncle Grease. So when I would, it's uh, you know he passed away a few years ago, right around now. So I was thinking about him this morning. So I just remember him picking me up from a basketball game, and you know he'd always take me to get something to eat, you know, whatever, and afterwards. But then he'd always be playing this song. And, yeah. he would, and he would rap the whole, yeah, rap and, the whole day. And, 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 and the group is one of my favorites, like low keys. Yeah. Just for other songs that they do. Right. And they had style. Yeah. Like they had, and that was him. Yeah, yeah. They had style. That was him. That was him. That style. Rico, did somebody get it? So. <laughs> oh, they've both missed with the same person. Well, they, so one of them got an initial wrong. Uh-huh. And the other one. Spelled two of the names wrong. Oh, I don't care how they so spell. I, I know. I know what they meant. Yeah, I, don't I care know what they spell. meant. Yeah, I know what they meant. But th- they're all missing with the same guy. Mm, no, this per the second one got it. Got right. it right. Yeah, the second one got it right. 
I I think the first one, like I think I know what I they think, were trying I think to that, say. Yeah, yeah, you're Hold right. Hold on, I gotta see right. where this letter is you're in right. comparison to the other letter that I'm thinking that they were. They're side by for. side. Are they right next to each They're other? They're side by side on the. T- okay. <laughs> yeah. They're side by side on the keyboard. So. So I think they mistyped rather yeah. than 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 not be. They said KP, and I think they meant JP. JP. Both McGowan. So. Benton. All right. So, so four, three, five, six. I'll text them back. I'll four, five, three, name. six, and and one, six, five, one. Is that correct? Yes. Unless you wanted to do the team one. If you wanted to just give it to these two. Unless you want to do, can they name the four teams? No, let's 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 give those two. Away. Those two, okay. Yeah. So I'll text both of these people back and. Um, Jay, For- can, Jay Foreman, who, who's playing this weekend? You had it all locked and loaded. Uh, well, tonight uh, I had it up here. It's uh, it was pretty cool for Husker Hoops. They posted it on their what Instagram? I don't know what it was. But Bryce McGowan's plays today, uh, five o'clock on ESPN two. So he plays for. Charlotte uh, Hornets, they play Indiana, so it'd be you know Bryce's first time. Then tomorrow you got the other three. You got his brother Trey, mm-hmm. uh, James Palmer, James Palmer Jr. and Banton, um, you know who plays for Toronto. So Banton plays for Toronto hometown team. James Palmer Jr. for Utah and Trey McGowan for the LA Clippers, and they're all th- all three of those games are on NBA TV, two thirty, six thirty, eight thirty. So if you have, you know, I'm sure it's on every single whatever you got uh, out there but it's, it's good to, look you got four huskers playing in the nba playing in the nba summer league down in vegas which is always known as the real summer league and uh legitimate chance to you know carve out their path uh you know in the nba which obviously Ben and palmer are you know a year ahead or two than uh the mcgowan brothers but uh obviously with bryce and trey um you know coming in or with, with Bryce coming in with a lot of the accolades and being able to be one and done and get drafted. Um, you know, a lot of eyes are going to be on him, but it's going to be a learning process for him. And I'm sure they're excited, nervous. Um, and it'll be interesting to see how they go game by game and, and consistently improve. And, uh, you know, also it's good to see what they've been doing because, you know, ever since the season's been over, they've kind of been in NBA tryout, NBA draft mode. Um, now they get to go down there and really actually play some basketball versus kind of doing drills and interviewing and stuff. Well, it's I mean, it's really not a lot of time to no, get into you go a right new for, system, yeah, right? Yeah, you go right from the draft. Um, so, hey, here, play. Hey, sign your contract <laughs> with, the, with the Charlotte Hornets. Meet Michael Jordan. Mitch Kupchak's the GM. Uh, here's a couple of practices. Uh, go back and say hi to your family and enjoy the time. Let's fly to Vegas. And, and then fly to Vegas and then ball to default. So I think it's one of those things that, you know, they, they have usually third or fourth on the bench coach these teams. They get coaching experience. They get some more intel on what they, you know, drafted or brought in as a free agent or a tryout basis. And it gives them a leg up going into uh, training camp for players that are fringe players or guys that they just invested, you know, a draft pick in. So um, it's a great opportunity. Look, I always tell guys when you're in a situation like this, you know, obviously in the NFL it's preseason. You you know you're getting a second tryout after the combine or whatever it is for all you know 31 other teams besides the team that you're on. So just because it might not work out at at the place you're at, you know I guess now um, doesn't mean it won't work out in the future. There's a lot of opportunities there. It's not just NBA there. There's yeah. there's D League uh, you know affiliates and, and personnel there. European you know they're there. Uh, different leagues across the world. So you know it's not time to go out there and be like oh I need to be an NBA starter or a bus, you know, sometimes you got to 
go and come back. Well, the money the money's being distributed in, in in a lot of different circles now. So the international play pays, but the G League actually moved to six figures, where it makes it yeah. comfortable for guys to come in, and it's more enticing for guys that even come out of high school. We've seen that too. Yeah. Well, well again, if you're broke and you can yeah. play. Yeah, and they, <laughs> then it becomes a patience game. Like, am I selling myself short? Am yeah. I getting myself into a rookie contract uh, just to get it out of the way? There's several things that are in place, but if you have no money, yeah. and you can play six figures, and is at that life time, changing. and and at that time, NIL wasn't around, right? Um, right, and so it, you know that the G League was very appealing to you know guys that felt like, hey, look, why would I go play a year in college and you know make. Fifteen hundred dollars in scholarship check, and I can go make one hundred and fifty thousand, or whatever it may be. And it's changed so quickly because when I was in 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 with FIBA, this was when the 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 amounts were were, were settled, and the development leagues weren't affiliated with the NBA yeah, teams. It was, yeah, it was just there. They so, were out there just balling. Right, you're out there like at these summer leagues, and they would put you know they they'd allow you play under their under their flag, but. It was just a group of guys who were representing the teams, rather than guys who were under contract with those teams. Right. Yeah. So. And, they, yeah, and 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 like now they play in the NBA facilities. Yeah, the the G League. Yeah, they play and and they all go to training camp, and it's almost like they, um, they don't travel with you know say like Golden State, they don't travel, but they're in close proximity. They practice generally at the facility, so I think it, it's. I think it's good for the NBA because Golden State is like the poster child of doing it, right? Because because the amount of guys that have came from their developmental system to be legitimate players and how they've developed players. Well, it's also coaching development, right? That's right? what I'm saying. I mean, you got thinking. Um, I know. Uh, I don't know if you guys had. Uh, I know we. I've talked to Strick about him, but Bobby Jackson. So when mm-hmm. so one of the games I was fondest when I watched Strick and those guys play, they played Minnesota. Bobby Jackson. Mm-hmm. I knew Clem Haskins, knew his son, and all that. Um, and then Bobby Jackson was a big big time player for the the Gophers then, um, and he went out to Sacramento and played for however many you know years and stuff. But he's one of their up and coming coaches, and a lot you'll see him in the G League coaching. Um, a lot of these, you know, uh, well, players in his system in the Sacramento Kings. And so that's how you get guys to get the Jock Vons and all those get the coaching experience um, in the in the NBA offseason, especially like a guy like I know James Wiseman's playing. Mm-hmm. Like he's out all season, but he's a guy that he Golden, Golden State is thinking, like if we get this guy up to just ha- halfway to where Looney is, or, I mean, it, with his talent and his range and ability to play basketball up and down the court – you're adding years to Draymond, Clay, and 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 and, and Seth. There's Seth. a list of guys that that miss. They they were in this process the wrong time. Right. There were some guys that 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 played for me that, and depending on where you were in the development game, you could either get the veterans who left the league and were trying to get, get back, back. Yeah. or the young guys who were trying to get in. Yeah. And sometimes we would put together, I mean, again, the L.A. team, we had Nick Shepard from LSU uh, who, who was in the league in four spots, seven footer. We had Olin Polonese on yeah. the roster. We had Clay Tucker. As a matter of fact, we had, we had Rock Lloyd, yeah. right, who had already been in the league. And you go, 
when you get to see it at that level and to see folks grind, I mean, we were out there. This is when Rodman was playing for the for the Long Beach Jam with Utah yeah. Tabusi and uh, 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 Jerry Dupree from USC. Right. So now Bryce, Trey, Banton, Palmer, uh, Roby, of course, who got picked up, that – Regardless of what your college program is doing to you, for you, et cetera, you still have a chance to get yeah. out and get exposed. Right. And then I was asked this question yesterday, and I really didn't have an answer for it. But I was asked, is this a statement of good for Nebraska to produce this number of NBA guys in short span, even when you weren't winning games? Because that could lead you to staying in that process, right? What's more important for them to win now or for them to produce NBA guys because it's chicken egg? Which one comes first? Right. Your ability to produce NBA talent or is it for you to be able to produce Big Ten wins? Right. Yeah, I think uh, it's it's nothing but good for the program. One, it brings positive light to the basketball program, positive light to some of the things that the coaching staff is doing, obviously developing players, and then – obviously with Bryce's situation, able to recruit players mm. or take over, um, you know, some players in the previous staff and, and still coach them in the sense that where that they're successful. Now, Fred didn't have to really do that because he's able to shape his roster, but he's able to put guys in at the next level. Um, I don't think that's something that you want to hang your hat on and think is going to be sustainable five, six, seven, eight years down the road, but it's a, it definitely needs to be a part of the process. So I definitely feel like you can do both. Um, I think the, I think I would teeter towards better and in, in more wins in the Big Ten because I know or I feel if they get to winning, there'll be more guys that'll be playing that'll get shots. There'll be guys that normally wouldn't get shots at winning three or four Big Ten games versus if you win eight to ten, then every then you'll see everybody getting shot. Think about it this way as well. So Teddy Allen's also in this process, right? right. So think that with Teddy, the McGowan's, Banton, <laughs> all these guys were in the program, right? Right. So you 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 see where I'm headed with this? That it's a statement of greatness that you're able to produce for or at least contribute to. Yeah. You're a factor in a lot of guys playing at the next level. So now, then the next to, now, then, now you the next to, question yeah, is, right. is is how or why or what can you do to honus all these future? No, it, it might dip down next year. We might not have any, but you know, say in well, two, that's you, the next question. Okay, don't get so, don't get ahead because so, I'm, so I'm, now, I'm, so I'm now walking how, in that How space. can you honus all this to get to more wins? Because you know, more wins lead to more opportunities. So now you need to get that. So is it, do you change your recruiting in the sense of you got to recruit more team guys, more guys that, you know, more kind of glue guys. So instead of having. But the, you the, had the, glue guys. Uh, you had I, Thor. Yeah, yeah, but I'm just saying. Derek but, Walker, but, but what had, I'm saying is like if to, if to run your system, right, you have to have, a, you have to adjust something that you're doing. Let's say, just say offensively. Mm-hmm. And conversely, defensively, but let's just focus on offense. So just say in the in the just throwing stuff against the wall. If you're thinking like, okay, next time we go get a guard, we got to make sure we got a two way two way guard guard with a little bit more size, a little bit more bulk that can play a little bit more of the position, be the facilitator, and then be for the big ten play. For, 
that's what I'm talking about, for right? Big Ten play right. rather so, than exactly. So then you then okay then uh, then we look at the two guard. Okay, we might need a little bit more size because we're lacking in development in you know lacking in development besides the walk because of Blaze. They're all young guys. Okay, maybe we need to be more longer up top, and we need a guy that can be a three level scorer. That's where Sam Greasel comes in. Okay, now we can take C.J. Wilcher and move him to different spots and actually put the pressure on him to to shoot more. Right, because he's pretty efficient when he gets to his spots and and they get on the ball early. You've seen that, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so now this opens a lot of things for Wilcher. So now Wilcher doesn't have to guard a six eight forward just because he's strong and bulky. Okay, now we have two guards that if we get caught in a pick and roll switch, that we're fine. So then, what does that do? That creates more defensive opportunities because we're able to put more pressure above the free throw line. Now we're getting more runouts. Now we're scoring more. So yeah, I mean that's that's the next step. What are you gonna do? And it does it change how you? Because it, it, you got to change how you recruit if you're gonna change the type of players you're gonna get. And are you putting more emphasis on mindset? Are you putting more emphasis on what we need to do? You know, to win games. And are you putting more emphasis on guys that are thinking past 2022 slash three? It two is, years down the road. But but is that to say that Nebraska isn't playing or recruiting guys who play? Big Ten basketball, but can play NBA basketball, right? Does the does Big Ten play correlate? Because there are other sometimes programs. it doesn't because Kofi Colburn, yeah. who was uh, pretty much the miniature Shaq in the Big Ten, mm-hmm. isn't there. Uh, the guy that wasn't from Iowa that was the Player of the Year mm-hmm. and, and pretty, he was scoring thirty some points a game, mm-hmm. right? Right, you never hear about him, right? But so there is the question that, but I do feel that you can do both because Illinois has done it. Right. Or Illinois has done it. Other teams, Michigan State does it, right? So Michigan State has guys that Michigan's go, done it. Michigan's done it. Where you're averaging, you don't got to average 20. You you got to be able to have, like, first NBA body, skill set, so forth and so on. So I do feel that you can play Big Ten basketball and still pump guys out. But we haven't figured out how to play Big Ten basketball yet. So I was, here's, here's what I was asked yesterday, and I didn't have an answer. Who's the next one from Nebraska? From this, from the current group of guys who are here, who's next? Rico, who's next? Who do you think, Rico? That's a good question. I I, I want to say Derek Walker, but I'm not sure how because the NBA is all about youth. It's it's a massive youth movement where they don't want to get guys that are too. I'm not saying that he's he's old. He's what twenty. Three twenty-four. I think, I, but I that's, think, but I that's think Derek's, old. Derek's Derek's a pro. The question is, is he an NBA pro on a regular? Because there are teams like mm-hmm. if, if I'm the Spurs, I'm looking at Derek Walker and I'm drooling mm-hmm. at he what he fits he's, like right? Detroit. He fits yep. like a Cleveland. He's a guy that you Blaise can bring Keita in. Yeah. Is a guy. I was gonna that, say Blaze, but it's one of those. Do you are, Sam are Riesel, they going Sam back Riesel's to the going to be a pro? Right? Um, now whether he plays Rommel, over in who's Germany play, or not. Rommel, who's played in in the in the Shark Tank, mm-hmm, right? right? I mean, literally, he's played. He's run on the same level on par if, with the best players in the country already. If right. Rommel gets enough playing time. Yes, but I'm I don't not think sure. I don't think question time playing time is going to be a question. I, think well, I, ju- I just think, I think it's, it's just it's just pro, being able to uh, see him on the court. Yeah, I just think like whether you know these what guys can... are pro. You're, are you talking? Are they pro players eventually? Or are they pro players like one and done? I don't think. Yeah, are you saying next like this next I think, year? I think the next, just the next person. Well, I think Sam Sam Grisel is going to be playing pro somewhere. No, that's number one. Okay. 
um, because he's already had that. Who's the next? So who's then, the one that gets drafted and gets a, sh- a league shot? Because Greasel, Lloyd, Wilcher, Keita, Walker. Wilhelm is that not unicorn, but that that. But the one that makes the esque. league yes. that makes the league yeah. giggle. Yeah, the big bit. thing was it was health. Yeah, yeah. health. Health is so you gotta. It's, it's it's all what if. It's no different than other guys. I, I think quiet is kept. You know, and look, the the thing about the Big Ten is just like football, right? Nebraska's basketball staff has done everything they need to do from a uh, recruiting standpoint, building a re- a better team standpoint, just like the football team. The biggest problem is is that everybody in the Big Ten is doing the same thing, and you're, they're all getting great players. So you can make improvement, right? Mm-hmm. Um. And still maybe win two more games. So that's why when, you know, like as an evaluator of a program, you have to make sure that you watch every game and you're not just watching the the scoreboard. Now, granted, it, it's very, very important. But when you're playing in the Big Ten, you can't expect to make a big, huge turnaround as if you're playing in uh the Missouri Valley Conference. So say like you're a middle road and then next thing you know you're you're you win the Missouri Valley and then you're off, right? Or you can't have like a VCU all the time. Or like um like a team besides Marquette and their division that comes up. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. it's it's a little yeah. bit harder division to make that huge leap from the very bottom to the top quarter of the the Big Ten. So I think they have the guys there. Now what they have to do is 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 truly um invest themselves um and i think this is where sam greasel really helps in in his plan at uh you know overseas and pro experience you know in the summers going over there and, and playing against high level competition is they really have to truly invest in defense in the sense of not making things so easy at times right um and we've all seen it where you know the lack of communication the 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 only having Derek Walker in there in rebounding position, so forth and so on. The ability to lead is going to be huge for D. Walker and Sam Greasel and, and say Wilcher because they're the veterans, right? Um, and they're your, 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 you know, you got D. Walk that probably doesn't say much, but when he does, it's like E.F. Hutton. You got Sam Greasel that's coming back. He has tremendous pride in the program. And you got C.J. Wilcher that's going to probably be in your face if you're lackadaisical in practice. So they have the components of leadership qualities of just say like a leadership group right you have they all can play off each other and all seem like they'll be all in so what they have to do also is is understand what they did well towards the end of the season the, and I'm guaranteeing it was the practice habits it was the attention to detail and and I'm here's what I mean by attention to detail is it even comes down to if we're lifting weights that make sure that we're everybody's taking their protein shakes or whatever their meal plan is cuz that affects you Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you're if you're if you're going if you're not doing that, your body's going to get withered. What, what when your body gets broke down, what else does your mind? And, and so they have got to. It, it starts. Everything counts. Every small detail counts. Um, and you know that's the hard part where they're at. They can make a ton of improvement. in Those little things win three more games, and people be like, "Oh, that's not good enough." When actually, it's actually twice as good enough. Progress will be will be tracked. And it's going to be – that's how that's going to work. Um, we're going to throw the break. We've got three seconds we got to get through. One will be Jay's Jam. Uh, the other, I might get, come up with a Friday funny. But I do want to talk about the Pac-12. Can we do that next? You're listening to Old School with DP and Jay. 
Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Guys, do you want thicker, fuller hair? Do you desire lustrous, luscious locks that you can run your fingers through? Maybe a full head of hair makes you feel attractive. Perhaps a full head of hair boosts your confidence and self-esteem. Whatever your reasons, if you have started to experience hair loss, there is good news. Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a US-licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash fuller. Do it today and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash fuller.